Welcome to the Business Life and Joy podcast, where we believe that both your business and your life can be filled with joy. If you want to grow an online business without fear, self-doubt, or the need to take on a hustle around the clock mindset, you are in the right place at the right time. I'm your host, Shante Grant, creative entrepreneur, teacher, two-time online business owner, mom, wife, and friend. Thank you for being present with me for today's episode of the Business Life Enjoy podcast. friends, and welcome to today's episode of the Business Life Enjoy podcast. I am so happy that you are here today because today I am talking about what I just experienced this week for two days straight at the Making Things Happen conference. And if I don't sound as, I don't know, hi friends, as I usually do, (laughs) it's because I have just really sat here today And I made a decision to record this episode in lieu of the episode that was originally scheduled for today, which was supposed to be about how to use video in your business. And so if you came to listen to episode 47, because last week I mentioned that 47 would be about videos, that podcast episode will be available to you next week. It is episode 48. So you can go straight to episode 48 if you are listening to this in the future at shantagrant.com forward slash 48. If it is past that time where episode 48 will air. Today is Thursday, March 22nd, when I am recording this, and this will air on Monday, March 26th. So this is very cutting it close, right? I never record podcast episodes this close to real time. However, I wanted to record this episode within the same week while I'm still in the same space from what I just experienced this week. So this Monday and Tuesday, I was in Chapel Hill, North Carolina for the Make It Happen Conference, Making Things Happen Conference, which is hosted by Laura Casey and run by her team at Cultivate What Matters. And there's a story about how I even ended up at this conference this year that I think is important. But the reason, again, why I wanted to record it so quickly and impromptu and put it into the space Um, into the world at this point is because I wanted to one record it as soon as I got back home. I got back home late last night on Wednesday and I want to sit down and record this while I'm still in the space. I haven't fully finished processing the experience, but I know that will take a while and maybe again in the future I will reflect at that point. But I wanted to share it with you in real time and I wanted to share it with you so soon for a number of reasons, but one being I think it's going to be what someone needs to hear. And number two, as of today, and I am not a sponsor, I am not being paid to say any of these things. Let me make that clear or anything that I say on this podcast for that matter. But the tickets for the fall Making Things Happen conference went on sale yesterday. And the early bird tickets are now are open for registration. And if anything you hear in today's episode resonates with you, which I implore you to listen I want you to at least go to the website and check it out and really ask yourself, why not? So last year, 2017, at the beginning of the year, I did not know who Laura Casey was. I had never heard of her or her business or her company or her books. And within my search for 
finding women who um, ran businesses and talked about business or talked about anything that was other than hustling and grinding all the time. I was interested in learning more about who those people were in that space. And it's part of the reason why I created this podcast, because there was a hole and a void in the world to talk about life and business from the aspect of joy and joy not being derived from, look at how many fun, pretty, shiny things I have. So that's why I created this podcast in part. And I talked a little bit about that last week, but in my research and in my search, just to find to see who's out there, who's combating this lie that the only way to succeed is to compete, be nasty, talk about other people, accuse everybody of copying you and hustling. Those are topics that really I was sick of. I didn't want to hear it again. So I shut those sounds out, but I was looking for other sounds to let in, in addition to my own voice. And through that, I discovered Laura Casey last year. At that time, the Making Things Happen for 2017, which there was only one last year, typically there are two, had already taken place. And then I discovered her books. I ordered both of her books. Actually, at the time I found her, her second book, Cultivate, hadn't even come out yet. But when it did, I ordered it pre-order. have since read it twice. Fabulous book. I actually talk about that in another podcast when I'm talking about my favorite books from 2017. But nevertheless, I soaked it in. I found Laura. I read everything I could about her online on her own website, found her company Cultivate What Matters, saw that she hosted a conference every year called Making It Happen. And it just felt like somewhere I needed to be. And that's so rare for me to find something and just say within myself, I'm going to be there next year. But that is what happened. I found myself saying, I am going to be there next year. I am going to go to this conference next year. And it was just such a firm, resolute thing that I had set within myself that it almost was like, okay. <laughs> um, it wasn't even, oh, I'm going to look more into that or da, da, da. But it was literally... I'm going to go there next year. I'm going to meet this woman and hear what it is she has to say and really soak in what's going to happen at this conference. The funny thing is, if you research, you can't find a ton of, you know, past agendas or any past agendas. It was almost an enigma, but something about it made me say, I'm going to go next year. So that was 2017. Fast forward a few months, her books comes out. I read her book. I fall in love with her even more and her company and her values and what she teaches and strives to help people do in the day-to-day. It lines up and is, is very close to being exact to what I do here every day and really just helping you build a life that is full of joy, that pushes you and encourages you to use your power to change, to live out your life fully and boldly in a way that you won't regret when your last breaths are taken, when you have a story to tell and there's a story of you left when you leave. So all those great things. So they decide to do and host, you know, the power sheet photo shoot. I mentioned in an earlier podcast, I go and I was selected to do the power sheets photo shoot and I get to meet Laura and her team. And then I come back home from that and just really enjoy being around her team, watching how they they work so well together as a team. And that's it, right? I think that's, you know, yay, I got to do that. That was fun. Keep living. Ticket and open registration for making things happen opens up. And I'm like, I'm going to get my tickets. I'm going to get them at the end of the year. I'm so excited. And then one day I go to check my inbox. And it says Laura Casey. And I'm on her email list. So, you know, I've seen her name in my inbox many times. But this time... 
I said, I don't think this is a generic email. I don't think this is like an email list email. This is an email from Laura Casey. And I clicked on it to see, and it was. And it was an invitation to not only attend Making Things Happen, but to be an encourager along, alongside Laura to share my story with the women at the conference. And it was definitely one of those pinch me days, pinch me moments, pinch me weeks, because I had been so resolute in that I was going that I had no idea that it was going to look this way. Not only was I going to go to the conference, I was going to be able to go and be of service and share with the other women there. So that is kind of how I ended up at Making Things Happen this year. And it's a two-day conference, um, typically a Monday and a Tuesday, and it's two full days. So like I said, I didn't leave until Wednesday. And there were about 100 women there and from all over the country, all over the world. We did have someone who was international as well, who come from all different types of spectrums, love-at-home moms, corporate women, women who own their own business, everything in, in between with so much life and so much experience in that room and so much honesty and vulnerability and wanting to make things happen, right? Hence the name of the, the conference. And it is unlike any other conference. I don't even think conference is the a right word to use, but I'm going to keep saying conference for lack of a better term. It's experience is actually a making thing happen experience. So I go, I drive up there on Sunday night, get there, checked in. We stayed at the Carolina Inn, which was very lovely. And Monday morning comes and we all walk into that room with no idea what's going to happen. Because here are the things we did know. We knew on Monday our cell phones were going to go in these cute little boxes and the entire day we would be without our cell phones. So that meant no, you know, taking pictures of the cute, beautiful layout, which you can now see online. There was a professional photographer there to capture everything, but we weren't going to be so focused on getting the perfect Instagram of our perfect journal or our perfect setup or that perfect picture. There was no time for that. What Laura does is shut out all the noise all the distractions that we typically face day in and day out. She ripped us of that so brilliantly. So just that was full of insight, I feel like, that all we could do is sit and enjoy being with ourselves and with one another and with the wonderful encouragers and team. We didn't have our phones. So that was the one thing we did know that our phones would go in these cute little boxes and we get them at the end of the day. And without giving away everything that happens at making things happen, because I think one of the most successful components of it is the unknown. You don't know what's going to happen. We were not given an agenda before. And then we walk in and we see these beautiful little notebooks in front of us. And so we op I flip them open thinking, oh, yay, finally an agenda. What we're going to do today? And they're blank pages. There was no agenda that we knew of, right? We didn't know, okay, at nine o'clock, we're going to do this. 10 o'clock, we're going to talk about this. 11 o'clock, we're going to do this. Then we're going to roll over to this. And you know why that's so smart? Because when you don't know what's ahead, but you can trust the person who's guiding you, you just go and you go there honestly and you go there raw. And that's what we did. We There was no way for us to say, okay, these are the things we need to prepare for. So I'm going to, on the front end, mentally start thinking of these answers or start thinking about how I'm going to respond or start thinking about X, Y, or Z. That gives room for pretension. Is that the word I'm looking for? 
and just for building up a wall in a sense that we may not do purposely, but that we do. So we go in on Monday, we have our beautiful layout, beautiful breakfast, we get started. And within an hour, within actually less than an hour, because I actually time stamped in my journal when certain things happened and started writing them down, within 50 minutes of the conference starting, you know that this is going to be a day and a two days full of something you have never, ever experienced before. I can't tell you why, but I want you to understand this. (laughs) And I'm going to try to say as much as I can to be of value, but Within 50 minutes, a room full of strangers, essentially, there was, I think, one mom and daughter and then two sets of friends who came together. But essentially, a room full of strangers felt so comfortable so quickly to be so honest about themselves, about their lives, about their desires, about where they are in life, about where they want to be in life, about the stumbling blocks in the way about so many things in 50 minutes, right? You knew this was going to get real and this was going to be good. This is not a surface level, romp, 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 you know, pump you up conference and then you go home the same way, but just with a little bit of a sugar high or, you know, adrenaline rush, right? It is a sit here and let's truly dig deep and let's do it in a way where you have the quiet space no distractions, no phone to try to get the perfect Instagram picture, no phone to check what time it is, no phone to check out every now and then, but just the time to sit and think and reflect and write and share and listen and hear. Truly, it's unlike anything I have ever experienced. And it's such a gift that Laura gives to us in these two days because you don't realize what life really looks like. I mean, when is the last time you went 10 hours without your cell phone for two days straight? Me? Uh, never. (laughs) Since cell phones have been a thing, since smartphones have been a thing for sure. And so for me, it was a gift and you don't even realize how much that changes everything how you sit with yourself, how you interact with others, what you do, what you say, what you think, what you write, when just certain little distractions are taken away and when you're given the space to sit and be quiet and not need to feel standing in a line with mindless chatter or feeling like, okay, if I don't say something, it's just going to be quiet. You learn how to just appreciate that quiet. So if you were given a focus question, for example, and you start writing about it, but then you get up to stand in line to go to the restroom, Rather than feeling like, okay, I'm standing here with these strangers. I should probably like say, hi, where are you from? Da, da, da. No, I'm just going to stand here and sit and continue to think about that thing and really sit with and wrestle with or think or contemplate on what we are in there talking about right now, what we are digging up and unearthing. I hope you can understand how much of a gift that is because it's something that we just do not make the time to do in our daily lives. And so that was our Monday. It was wonderful. We worked in a large group. We broke out into our smaller groups based on some questions that we answered on the front end before we arrived at the conference. I loved my small group. I left my small group with an accountability partner. We all were given um, assigned accountability partners. And what was also really cool, but there were alums who've done 
MTH anywhere from twice, three times, 38 times, because this was, I think, the 53rd MTH. But people who've come back and said, when I left last time, I left change. I was revolutionized. And now I'm back again as a new person to work on that new person and to talk about these things. And it's just amazing, right? The fact that such a significant percentage were even people who had done this before and come back for the conference. And actually my friend who I did know going into the conference wants to go back to this fall, right? It's just that good and that amazing of an experience. Hey friend, it's me, Shantae, coming right in the middle of our conversation in this podcast episode, but it's with good news. I have a question for you. Have you ever found yourself at the end of the day or the week or the end of the month with little to no results to show for it, despite the fact that you were so quote unquote busy the entire time? Well, guess what, my friend, you're not alone. And most importantly, this does not have to be your story. I want to tell you and introduce you to my brand new training called Peace, Pace, Progress. It teaches you how to get work done that matters, how to go from big picture goals all the way down to the day-to-day activities and how to get specific and leave the generic and general out of your plans and so much more. Are you tired of filling notebooks with ideas that never happen? Well, let Peace Pace Progress help you sort through those ideas and teach you which ideas to prioritize and which to trash so that you can begin to see tangible, measurable results in your business. So my friend, what are you waiting for? It's time to put an end to no longer having a system that works. No more working on several things at once and not accomplishing anything that makes your business money. Don't go another day wasting your precious time. So today is the day for peace, pace, and progress in your business. Find out why Dion says, so I just finished Shantae's Peace Pace Progress course and it is everything. From the very beginning of the course, everything resonated. I was definitely team too much. I was grinding for hours on end and into the wee hours of the morning. And now after Peace Pace Progress, when I look back, very little of what I was doing really accomplished anything to move my business forward. Now I know exactly how to do that. Stephanie says, I finished Peace Pace Progress and loved it. I've always felt a lot of anxiety about feeling like I should be doing so much to get things accomplished, but it was hard to get that broken down into specific steps and timelines for some reason. But now, thanks to Peace Pace Progress, I've got my weekly and daily workflows filled out and I know exactly what I should be doing. So are you ready to get things done, make the most of your time, and get more done in less time? If so, head on over to peacepaceprogress.com to learn more, my friend. I'll see you there. So I'm going to share with you some of the takeaways, some of the things, and I really, this is unscripted. I will also say that I have my journals in front of me and one of my cards that we filled out. And I also will share with you what I shared with a group on Tuesday. I was privileged to talk and share my story, a story which many of you have heard in bits and pieces. If you follow me on Instagram, if you have listened to the podcast, and that is just my story of how I, in September 24th, 2015, left the practice of law to pursue something different, to run because of Zoe Designs full time. Why I decided to do that, I shared that how I was more afraid of what my life would look like if I settled and stayed in a place that was no longer fulfilling, no longer anything but a paycheck and anything but 
doing the thing that I thought I was supposed to do, how I could have sacrificed who I was in that moment and who I am today for who I thought I was going to be years ago or who I was, you know, the days before. And how that can be scary. That can be a big thing. But what I've learned on this side is I'm all the better for it. Life is all the better for it. And this life won't be one filled with regrets. And the most important thing being said about me was a career or a how many hours I build or millions I made for a corporation. For me, walking away from the practice of law when I realized that it no longer was my heart's desire or suited me and the life and the lifestyle and the person, the human I wanted to be, who I was, I had to make a hard choice. But it also was an easy choice. Yeah, that's why I should say it was a big choice, but it was an easy choice. And so with that, I started, you know, because of Zoe full time. And from that has grown so many good things, including being able to talk to you right now including being able to sit on a couch with Laura Casey and share my story for her to share, allow me to share my story with her audience at her event, for her to see me, for the women who I got to speak and share with to come back and then share with me what my words meant to them, to be able to impact the lives of moms through something as simple as a hair bow. These things, my friends, would never have happened If I didn't make it happen, if I didn't make that one step and then just wait to see what the next one would be, I didn't have a full master plan. I didn't know what would happen. For those of you who are listening, who are business owners, you know, we don't know. The wonderful loyal league can dry up and go away. The need could go away. It probably won't. But I'm saying we just don't know. And that requires that leap of faith and that requires some risk. And so I just shared that and I still always go back to the quote that I read at that time when I was trying to decide what to do that says something along the lines of our greatest fear shouldn't be of failure, but of succeeding at something that just does not matter. And that is so true. So true. That is just one of the best things I could have ever read because I didn't want to live a life succeeding at what didn't matter. Being a great X, Y, and Z at the expense or the cost of being a great ABC, which ABC matters more to me, right? So I challenge you today, if you're listening to this, don't feel failure. But if you want to have something to fear or to be concerned about, let that be being a success at something that doesn't matter to you, that doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. And that leads me to kind of my number one takeaway from the conference. And that is thinking about where I want to be when I'm 80 years old, a question that was posed to us. And not only that, but the more important part of that is, what are you doing today to take a step toward becoming that person or being in that situation or circumstance that you use to answer the question, where do you want to be when you're 80? And so I wrote down some things where I wanted to be when I was 80. That was one of the things I have here in my journals. And I invite you to think about that yourself. What does life look like? Smell like, feel like, who are the people that are there? And then the harder question (laughs) that requires some action today 
what are you doing about that today? Because here's the thing, where I'm sitting today with the experiences that I have and the opportunities that have been afforded to me in this year for my business and my life, they are all results of things that I did in 2017, in 2016, in 2015. It's a ripple effect. So what you, you're doing today is going to have a positive or negative effect on where you are tomorrow, next year, and when you're 80. So that was a wonderful question to ponder. And of course, I've read Laura's books and I believe that's mentioned in Cultivate as well. But I did want to pose that question to you. And that was a takeaway and something that I want to start thinking about more often now is asking myself, what am I doing today to be that 80 year, to get to my 80 year old self or to make sure that when I am 80, these things that I have written down will stand true. They will stand true at 70 and 60 and 50 and 40. But I have to be doing something today to make that happen. So that was one of the things that I thought was a really great takeaway that I wanted to share that question with you and pose that question to you and ask you to start taking some inventory of the things you're doing, how you're spending your time, who you're spending your time with, who you're giving energy to, who you're giving mental space, you know, your mental space to. I want you to think about that. And again, I want to invite you to go to the website and visit and really read about the conference and the encouragers and Laura Casey's story and really ask yourself when it comes to making things happen, the experience, why not? Because you may go and think, well, why? But I think that if you go in and ask yourself, why not give myself this opportunity to experience this? You'll find that you probably can't come up with one. And so I really invite you to go and check out the website. I'm going to flip through my notebook and see if I think of some other things I want to share with you guys without, again, giving away too much. Because that's one of the beautiful things about the experience is going in not knowing how wonderful it's going to be. Let's see here. Um, I share with you guys my story and kind of what I shared with the group. Really so hard because you want to talk about the conference, but you don't want to give all of it away. Um, but I really want to whet your appetite so that you do go and look into it and really at least think about these questions that I'm talking to you about. This was one I did want to share with you. And I just mentioned it when I said, who is it that fills up your mental space? Who are those people that surround you? You know, your five closest people, which I do that a lot. And I'm very protective of who I allow within my boundaries. I believe firmly in boundaries. But one of the great questions that was posed to us was not only who are those five people, but how do they make you feel? And then how do you make them feel? And so I also want to challenge you all to think through that today because it was really quick for me to write, you know, who they were. I knew who my five were and I was pretty quick to write how they make me feel. And then when she said, well, how do I make them feel? I was like, oh, I have to really think about that because let me take inventory of the things I do say, how I show up for them, how I make them feel. But I really appreciated being able to walk through that because our life is made up of relationships. Oh, I can't remember the quote. But essentially, I think, oh, I wish I could remember. I've said it here on the podcast before, but basically your life is really just a summation of the people you meet and the books you've read. I think that's how it goes. And there's so much truth to that. And I find myself with my own clients having to help them um, maneuver through relationships that are toxic or negative and finding the strength to realize that 
Not everyone has a place to be within your inner boundaries. Boundaries are helpful and good. And there is a book that I have not read, but I have heard recommended time and time again called Boundaries by Henry Cloud. I have not read it. That is not something that I have an issue with or I'm pretty great (laughs) at setting boundaries. So I have not read that book, but I have heard it highly recommended by many people. So I might offer that to you as well. But that was another wonderful thing that I really enjoyed um, doing and walking through and thinking through in the conference. And the last that I'm going to share is thinking through my five essentials. You'll probably see a lot of people post this card who attended the conference. And you can also follow the hashtag MTH conference. And I'll put all of this in the show notes as well at ShantaeGrant.com forward slash 47. But seeing the five essentials, what five things, and this is how I took it. What five things can I not, do I not want to go a day without? And so my five were, number one was reflection, quiet, journal time, and prayer time. That's all number one, because to me, that all feels like that same space and need. And I do all those at one setting. Number two was just smiles, joy, and laughter. Like if I have gone a whole day and I have not smiled at something, something has not made me kind of feel that inner giddy or laugh, that was a day not well spent. So that was my number two. Number three was peace. Peace is so priceless. And if there's something in your life that's giving you the opposite of that turmoil or anxiety, overwhelm, it might be time to figure out how you can eliminate that. Because peace, I can't, I don't want to go a day without feeling at peace and being peaceful. So that's my number three. Number four was praise. I cannot let a a day go by where I don't praise God, because every good thing, every good and perfect gift comes from him and everything that I'm being privileged and allowed to walk into um, in this season of my life, I don't take it for granted. And I don't make think that it's from my own whatever, right? I know where it comes from because I know what I've prayed for. So praise is number four for me. And number five is scripture. I don't want to have a day where I have not read something from God's word. So I want to ask you now, and I'll list these questions that I've posed to you here on the show notes at shantagrant.com forward slash 47. But what are your five essentials? What five things can you not go a day without? Notice on here, I didn't put anything about working, profits, sailing. Honestly, I didn't even put like seeing my family, which is really important, right? But I've gone days without seeing Zoe. I just did that, right? And I missed her so much, but I went a day without that. So for me, and again, you can make this however it works for you. For me, I really thought, what can I literally not go without? Clue, I guess I could have put breathing. Um, But for me, these things give me breath. So mine, again, were reflection, quiet time, journal, prayer, all is number one. Smiles, joy, and laughter is number two. Peace, praise, and scripture. What are those five things? And it's helpful to keep those at the forefront of your mind because you can check in with yourself, right? I can look here now and say, okay, which have I done today? And particularly if I'm not having a great day, (laughs) it's usually because some things on this card have been left out, right? So that was another wonderful takeaway that I wanted to share with you without giving away the conference, the, I don't want to, you know, compromise the integrity of the space, but I cannot recommend enough for you to take the opportunity to at least put MTH on your radar. And if you're like me and you find yourself with just great resolution saying, I'm going to be 
at the next one, whether it's in the one in the fall coming up in 27, I mean, 2018 or in 2019, I want to just encourage you to do what I did. I have put it on my vision board. I said within myself, I'm going to be there. And I, I just cannot explain how unexplainable, the, how life-changing, life-giving the experience is when you afford yourself the opportunity to um, really experience something like making things happen. And that's why I wanted to sit down and talk about it while it was just so close in time. But I really invite you to go, I believe it's making things happen intensive. Let me go. I'm telling you guys. Yeah, making things happen intensive.com, their MTH conference on Instagram. And I again will put all of this in the show notes. And again, this is not a sponsored thing. I'm not saying this because I'm being paid to say it. I'm saying it because I walked through it. I more than that, I witnessed. That's what it was. I witnessed. Women come in one way and leave another. I saw so much that I try to accomplish here on this podcast and in my businesses. I saw those things that matter happen before my very eyes. And more than anything, not only do I want that for you, but I want you to watch and experience that for other people. Because while when great things happen to us, that is so wonderful. What's even better, in my opinion, is watching wonderful, great things happen for other people. There's nothing like it. And I want you to experience that. So that is my spiel for the day. We'll be back on regular track. Episode 48 will be the video episode that I promised you guys for 47 on next Monday, which will by then, I believe, will be into April, which is just crazy. Yes, we will be into April. So that will air on Monday, April 2nd. But for now, friends, I want to leave you with just a charge to think about why not you for making things happen, the conference, the experience. And I promise you, I will find myself at more of these conferences and I will be looking for you. So I'd love to hear your thoughts. Again, you can look at the hashtag MTH conference to see a lot of the people are already starting to kind of share about their experience. And if you have questions for me, you can always find me on Instagram at Shante Grant. That's S-H-U-N-T-A-G-R-A-N-T. Until next week, my friends, I will talk to you again really, really soon. Thanks so much for listening. Are you ready to build your e-commerce website with confidence? Allow me to introduce you to Sell on Shopify, my training that will teach you how to build a website on Shopify in as little as one to two days. Listen, your website is the employee that never takes a day off. Your online store works for you 24-7 as a representation of your business and your brand. So why not build a website that gives you options and opportunity? Sell on Shopify will teach you how to confidently build your Shopify website. With a detailed walk through the back end of Shopify and a step-by-step guide on how to build your website without ever using code, this training will help you finally get moving in the direction you've been trying for so long. And you can get started today. 
You don't have to go another day trying to create your own space on the World Wide Web. I've taken the guesswork out of setting up your own Shopify site. Sell on Shopify will teach you how to create the essentials. I'll walk you through how to choose and set up your website theme, create your homepage, products page, blog page, contact page, and any additional pages you may want. I also show you how to create invoices for your customers right within Shopify. Learn logistics, how to make your site easy to navigate, how to utilize Shopify reports, how to confidently create your website, my shortcuts, tips and tricks, and so much more. Did I mention the bonuses? Yep, I'm including a free downloadable worksheet with tips to help you transition from Etsy to Shopify, a tutorial walking you through how to set up your Facebook pixels, which is a must, and I'm giving you my go-to resources, all for free, along with sale on Shopify. So are you ready to get started? You know it's time to build a website for your brand, a website that gives you the opportunity to grow your business, have creative control over the look of your website, and allows you to sell more without loads of fees. Why sit around trying to figure it out on your own when I can help you to push past roadblocks so that you can get your products into the hands of your customers? Start your Shopify site right now with Sell on Shopify. You can get started today by going to sellonshopify.com and find out why Jacqueline said Sell on Shopify made her feel like Wonder Woman. Jacqueline says, the only words besides thank you, well done, exactly what I needed is why didn't I ask for this six months ago? This course was easy to follow, easy to follow, so easy to follow. And did I mention it was easy to follow? It's a total boost in confidence that I needed. I actually understood and accomplished a task. I created my Shopify website. Thank you, Shantae, for sale on Shopify. Now, my friend, it's your turn. Are you ready to build a Shopify site that keeps your customers coming back for more? Remember, your website is the employee that never takes a day off. Get started on your Shopify website by going to sellonshopify.com. I'll see you on the inside. I hope that wherever you are and whatever you are doing, that the sound of my voice finds you in the midst of pursuing something that has sincere meaning to you. You can find a brand new episode of the Business Life Enjoy podcast each and every Monday morning waiting just for you at shantagrant.com forward slash podcast or wherever you listen to podcasts. And remember, the very best way to say thank you for the podcast is by sharing the content with a friend. Until next time, may your business and your life be filled with joy. Bye for now.